What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stay the Way Herself podcast. Don't forget to comment down below with your thoughts on anything that I've talked about today and screenshot this, tag me, post it on your IG story or tweet it to me. Let me know if you like it. I'll retweet, repost, all of that. I'm so excited to get started today because I feel like I actually have a topic today that I'm so so excited to talk about porn. Um, But, you know, sometimes I come on here and I feel like it's very just chit-chatty, like bullshit bullshit but sometimes we really honestly have things like topics and i feel like that's one of those days um before we get started today we have a large cold brew with oat milk and one pump of liquid cane sugar it's so good the ratio they made it so bomb this time but i hope everyone's having a great week let me know what your current favorite coffee is low-key before i just want to talk about this because it's like on my mind but today, the day I'm recording this, the Red Table Talk with Olivia Jade came out, and I I kind of watched, like, part of it, like, I kind of skipped through it a little bit, and I just wanted to share a few thoughts and kind of, like, ask you guys what you thought if you watched it, but if you don't know, she's the YouTube girl who, her mom was in Full House, and she was part of the, like, college admission scandal where all these, like, rich celebrity parents paid, like, scammed their kids into USC, and when I heard she was going to be on this, I was, like, annoyed. <laughs> it was kind of like, okay, like, what can you really say? Because, like, she's saying stuff like, this has taught me so much. And it's like, I mean, yeah, like, literally what else can you say? But um, a few points were interesting. She did say, like, I admit when the news first broke, I didn't know what we had done wrong. Because this is just something that happens. It's just like... And I forget where I read this, but part of what makes, part of what creates such a divide is that like people in power or people with a lot of money, people who basically have the abilities, the circumstances, the whatever, the finances to actually like create change in our society, they're so closed off from society because money kind of buys you space. So if you have a lot of money, you're more likely to, like, not take public transportation. You're more likely to live farther away from other people, live, like, in a gated community or up a hill. Or, like, you're not really submerged with the rest of the population. So how are you really to know what's going on? And uh, people just get so comfortable in their bubbles and in their life. Even if it's not necessarily, like, an evil thing. Like, oh, fuck y'all. It's still just, like, how are you going to know? when you don't put in the effort um and yeah I don't know I'm not I don't really know what she could have said or what they there was a point actually where the grandma kind of went in on her and was like you realize that like they're gonna do their 60 days and like her parents are gonna do their 60 days in prison and you guys are gonna be fine like nothing is really gonna change whereas people other people like they're not going to be fine (laughs) it's like you guys have the privilege to like still have money at the end of the day like still be fine at the end of the day so at least they kind of went on her on that but i just feel like it was kind of like i don't know i wish they had also brought i mean i guess it's more like her parents than her but 
just the fact that even her parents only had to do like 60 days in prison and had to pay a fine. And like there's people who literally have to do like years and years or like oh so much for stuff that they either didn't even do or like way like less offenses. So it just kind of sheds light on like a lot of that. And I don't know, it's kind of like, what was the point of this? It just kind of made me think about a lot of these different issues and just kind of be like, you know, like how can you not know? Like, I guess it's like, even if you're not around people who are different than you, like, do you at least listen to people online? Like there's just, I feel like so much, so many opportunities these days with the internet and social media to hear about different people's experiences and to be exposed to different ways of like like different ways that people live and it's like are you, how can you be like that oblivious and dumb <laughs> whatever i would love to hear what you guys think of it if you watched it it's not like i'm recommending you watch it because it was kind of just like what you would expect like it wasn't really eye-opening i didn't personally learn anything like it's kind of like i feel like they shouldn't have even given her a platform because it's like again it's like what can you say like what that's what i have to ask myself to like what could she have said to make me be like wow and then she was saying something about like you know i don't just want to throw money at organizations i want to invest my time and it's like money is a resource that people need like just because it's nothing to you or like oh i would rather like i would rather learn myself and have a greater understanding it's like that's still kind of putting yourself first and it's almost like oh like i got caught doing this or my family got caught doing this so that like i don't want to mess up again i don't want to slip up i don't want to look like a privileged dumb bitch again so let me learn it's like do you actually care about helping people or do you care about not look like not looking like a dumb bitch in the future like people need your money <laughs> you know like i feel like the best way to help somebody is to give them money because like bitch you come from a rich family like that's the number one thing you could do to help like fuck like like yeah okay yeah an increased understanding whatever but do both i don't know there's just a few things where i was like what the fuck but <laughs> Regardless, I just wanted to, I didn't even plan on talking about that today, but I literally was watching it right before recording this, so I wanted to share my thoughts. But I would love to hear what you guys have to say. What a year it has been, honestly. Um, Age of Aquarius, am I right? It's like, how can you claim to, like, not know what goes on? And, like, part of me must be like, okay, like, everyone has to start somewhere, but at the same time, it's like, you have no excuse. Like, I don't know. It's just like read a book bitch okay anyway moving topics switching topics should we say bitch um i have gotten asked by a few different people all in the same week to talk about porn and porn specifically porn in relationships and i guess just like my thoughts on it like is that cheating um i, I think one or two girls said like messaged me and said like oh like my boyfriend won't stop doing it even though i've asked him to so i kind of wanted to talk about like all of it and another girl sent me this brenny i think that's brenny or brenny i used to watch a lot of her videos i'm still subscribed i just like 
whose videos do I even watch today? None of them come up. Like the video so I can be in your algorithm. <laughs> Same with my vlog channel book. If you guys watched my most recent vlog, I talk about how I was like looking at my top videos and stuff like for the month because you can look at it like over like all time, but then also like per week or per month, even per day. And all of the top viewed videos, most all my views were coming from like swimsuit try-on hauls, which that's not a surprise, but it, it was like such, such a difference that I was like, and then I went and checked my demographics and like most of my viewers are male. And it's not, it's not the gays and the bays. The guys watching my swimsuit try-on hauls and then like spam, like they're not real views. <laughs> you know, it's like, they're almost like ghost views because it's like the watch, but they don't subscribe. They don't like add anything. It just makes my channel go in those algorithms. So I privated those videos. I actually posted them on my OnlyFans. <laughs> so they're still up. It's not like, it's like if it wasn't such a big difference, I probably just would have kept them up because I don't really care. But I'm like, I wonder if this is why, like I don't really get that many views for the amount of subscribers I have because I'm like not coming up in people's recommended because say you only watch like, vlogs and cute wholesome content but then majority of people youtube thinks majority of my audience is like males ages 50 to 60 so it's why would i be in your wholesome content when my channel is like for males 50 to 60 you know so i took those videos down i don't really know if it was i don't know if it's gonna make a difference but hopefully it'll just kind of like stop that because I want to be in the cute, wholesome algorithms because that's, like, what my channel is. Like, I make vlogs and, like, hauls. Like, and obviously, if you're a guy and you watch, like, all my videos, like, it doesn't apply to you. This is for, like, honestly, the creeps that just watch that. But, like, hopefully it helps. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who... Because I talked about it in that vlog and it's, like, kind of something that's, like, should I even talk about this? Like, it's just kind of, like, weird. I don't know if I'm supposed to, like, talk about that. But... So many people were so nice in the comments and like supportive and they were like, I usually, I don't think anyone said that specifically, but a lot more people were like commenting and I just really appreciate it. So if you do like my channel, like just make sure that you, I guess, interact with it, like interact with the videos because bitch, like the YouTube recommended and I was explaining that in that vlog too, but sorry to be on a whole nother tangent. I just had to get this off my chest. Um, it's like, I'll literally watch two Chris, like, this is the example of late. I'll watch two Christmas lo-fi videos and my whole recommended will just be that. I'll watch two Jersey Shore videos in a row and my whole recommended is that. There's no variety. Like, I'll go in my subscriptions tag tab and there's so many people I totally forgot about because they just don't come up for me. So it's like, how? Like, I remember the YouTube recommended page. The homepage used to be so lit. Like, you could just, all the, like, top tees from all different channels would be there like it was diverse and now it's just like 10 videos of like similarly that I watched before and it's like it's like they need to broaden it I feel like I don't know it's so annoying it's annoying as a viewer too because like I miss people's videos so turning on post notifications like liking the video commenting interacting with it like y'all know the deal hopefully it helps hopefully 2021 like I can break this cycle because it's just so frustrating. It's like, this is something I genuinely love. And especially recently with like my little weekly vlogs and like 
I just feel like I've really been on my shit and to not feel like it's making a difference can be very discouraging. So hopefully it's just like, hopefully this is something that will help. Like I realized and I did something to hopefully change it. Hopefully. Anyway, back to porn. So somebody sent me this Brenny Lee video. The point, I went on all that just to say I used to watch her, but now her videos don't even come up because of the fucking algorithm. Um, but she, if you haven't subscribed to her, I think she's from the UK and she makes a lot of like very motivational videos targeted towards like women and girls, you know, like how to be a bad bitch, how to have like feminine energy, how to like have high standards, that kind of stuff. Um, so someone sent me one of her videos where she was talking about porn and I watched it and I was trying to watch it with an open mind. There was some stuff that I, I don't know. I feel like. And I'll link her video down below so you guys can let me know what you think. But I feel like she was kind of coming at it with like this all or nothing approach. Like what came to mind, like the guys that she was talking about, like, oh, if you, she said like, I would not feel comfortable leaving my daughters alone with a man who watched porn. Or like, if a man watches porn, he doesn't respect you. He's comparing you to these porn stars. And then she like, she gave this example of like, a rubber band, no matter how, like, you could stretch it out and stretch it out and stretch it out, but it's never going to go back to where it was. And I was like, is she talking about, like, vagina? Like, I didn't, like, she was, it was weird because while she, when she said that, she was talking about, like, guys who have porn addictions And, like, they just need more and more crazy stuff to get them off because they get, like, desensitized to it. But then she said that, and I was like, what is this? So there was a a few things that I was like, I don't know if I agree with this. Because I don't know if... I feel like maybe I have a different perspective just because of, like... I follow hella OnlyFans girls. I was going to say bitches. Let me... I mean that with respect, okay? And, like, so many adult entertainers, and I just feel like, not necessarily that I'm a part of that world, but, like, I see it, and I, like, understand it. So, I don't know. To me, it's like, I feel like everyone watches porn to some degree. Like, you see so many videos on your timeline, like, to have this idea that someone who watches porn like lives in their mom's basement and is like ha- is like perverted and like like this has this addiction to it i feel like that's a pretty extreme example and that's not to say that that doesn't exist or that porn addiction isn't real because i do feel like porn can definitely and especially like porn videos like acting like not amateur you know videos or like I feel like a lot of OnlyFans content, it's like, not that it's real, because obviously if it's like still you're selling like a fantasy or like whatever, but not to say that like addiction, the addiction to it isn't real or like it can create false expectations, especially like, I mean, anybody, but especially like young people, I feel like, you know, the sex ed is really bad in this country and I know in a lot of places. So, you know, especially when you start going through puberty and you start, like, being interested in that, it's like you're going to probably be introduced to porn or someone's going to show you something and that's going to be how you first learn about it. And it's like, that's not a realistic... That's not real. 
and especially like porn videos, like where they're acting, not a little OnlyFans, not an OnlyFans video, but like, <laughs> with, like there's a scenario, there's a script. It's like, that's not realistic for like, like y'all know what kind of scenes go on. Like, it's just, I don't know. So I'm like, I kind of understand both sides and as far as like the girls who were saying like, oh, my boyfriend watches porn and it really bothers me. Part of me is like, I haven't really been in a relationship where that has been an issue. And then I was thinking like, well, what about guys that I have been dating or that I've like, or that I've liked? I'm like the thought of them watching porn doesn't really like bother me at all. Like the thought of you being in your room by yourself, like watching a video, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, that's not real. <laughs> And then, I'm, so I'm like, maybe if I was in a relationship, I would feel differently, but I'm like, I don't think I would. But, so like in the Bernie Lee video, she's like, that's basically like him having sex with someone else because he is getting off to another woman. And it's like, but the thought of him actually being with someone else, like if, like to me, the thought of that is like, Ugh. like if you like someone, like at least for me, I'm like, Ugh. You. Um, but like the thought of you just watching a video by yourself alone in your room, like that's not, I don't know. And of course, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a difference between like having some me time and then being addicted. And this is the only way that you can get off and it's like becoming a problem. So I'm like, I feel like I fall someplace in the middle because I feel like maintaining a solo sex life almost like I don't feel like that's cheating so then what if I'm like what if I'm in a relationship and I'm just like alone and I'm like using a vibrator or something but I'm like thinking about stuff like is that cheating and I guess it really just comes down to like boundaries within each relationship so this article is from healthline.com and it's called watching porn isn't the same as cheating but it may cross a boundary so Engaging with ethical, consensual porn while in a relationship doesn't inherently count as cheating. Having a porn viewing and solo sex practice can simply indicate that a person has a a healthy sexual relationship with themselves. Still, someone's relationship to porn can become unhealthy, like they become dependent on it. And someone's relationship with porn can either point to a larger problem in the relationship or become a relationship within their relationship. So it's complicated. Um, a partner using porn can feel like cheating for a lot of reasons. They're exploring sex without you. They're having sex with themselves instead of you. They're fantasizing about having sex with people who aren't you. Um, the porn features sex acts that you and your partner have never done. They're hiding their porn viewing habits from you. And their sexual expectations have been affected by their viewing practices. Which these are all kind of things that, especially the last few that the girl was talking about in her video. Um... Ultimately, what qualifies as cheating comes down to the specific rules and boundaries of that particular relationship. Watching porn is only considered cheating if the couple distinctly agrees that watching porn is off limits. So that's like you specifically defined the boundary and if they're still like going against that, that would be cheating because you're disrespecting the boundary. You're literally like going against what you said in black and white, you know? Um, So someone's porn habits can become a problem if... They're consistently choosing solo sex featuring porn over sex with their partner. 
they prefer solo sex featuring porn than sex with their partner, or they feel guilty, ashamed, angry, or disappointed after partner sex. It can all, porn can also get porn can also become an issue if it gets in the way of your financial, emotional, or social well being. Porn is entertainment, not sex education. If you start basing your expectations of IRL sex off what you've seen in porn, you've lost sight of this fact. Or you're trying to reenact things that you've seen in porn rather than asking your partner what they want. So these are all things that suggest someone's porn use has grown out of control and needs to be addressed. Period. How do you sort out your feelings on a subject? Like, literally, this article is so great. First, the masturbation. Maintaining a solo sex life while in a relationship is 100% healthy and normal. And it can actually enhance your sex life with your partner. Because, you know, it just means it means you have good libido, whatever. Um, and I feel like that also goes into, like, I feel like so much of, especially our culture and what we, how we view romance and stuff. It's like, how do I put this into words? Like... At the end of the day, you're still two individuals. So assuming that like someone is never gonna, I don't know. It's like, oh, I have to be the only place where you get sexual pleasure. It's like, that's almost unrealistic because at the end of the day, you're still two individuals. So that's not to say like, oh, fuck whoever you want because maybe that's not the relationship style that you want. But it's like, I just feel like someone's allowed to be aroused in their free time by themselves. Like, that's their relationship with themselves. I don't know. I know there's a better way to put that, but... Porn can be a part of a healthy sex life so long as it's not being used to replace any components of a healthy sex life. I'm not going to read all of these, but there's a whole section of, like, how to bring up and how to communicate about porn in your relationship. So I'm going to link this down below because there is quite a bit of it left. But I think... You know, we could all benefit from this because it's definitely something, it definitely has a lot of good information and I feel like it's not this like all or nothing, like if you view porn at all, you are a perverted, disgusting human being who doesn't respect or, <laughs> or have compassion for their partner. Because at the end of the day, you want to be realistic. And I just, it's like, everyone is going to feel how they're going to feel, but you have to be able to communicate it and you have to be able to not hold, like you have to be able to communicate and not just hold resentment and like, yeah. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think of porn? But then also, what do you think of porn in relationships? You know, your partner viewing porn. Has that ever been an issue for you? How did you work past it? Um, Because I guess it's also like, you have like your feelings are valid but then you have to i think look at your own like ask yourself why you feel that way like do i feel jealous do i feel like insecure like maybe i'm not enough and then also like oh is there porn use actually becoming a problem like it's not i'm you know i have to work through my own emotions it's like no this is actually like getting to be a problem within our relationship and within our sex life so it's like, it's a little more complicated than just like porn is bad. <laughs> I think as an individual, if you know that this is just for entertainment purposes and this isn't like real or necessarily something to like reenact, it's like, as long as you're not relying on it, as long as that's not getting in the way of your IRL sex life, like, you know, I know we all have stuff in our bookmarks on Twitter, ladies. <laughs> not even ladies, anyone. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's just like, let me know what you think. Everyone's different. Um, but pay for your porn. That's a huge thing. Like, Pornhub is a disgusting website. They monetize people's videos and make money off of it as a company, like, without the person's consent, especially if the video was unconsensual, especially, like, even when... And there's like underage stuff on there and it's just like really gross. So that's why I think OnlyFans is cool because it's like you have to pay for it. And it just allows like the creator to be in a little bit more control of like, I guess, first of all, what they do and then also how they market themselves and so much. Because I know we've all heard like horror stories or been like warned of like, oh, these like porn companies like they sign a contract and there's no way to get out of it or like they take advantage of like young girls like whatever like there was that video that movie um hot girls wanted and i feel like i don't know i feel like it's like this oh what was i talking about that one time like it's like the first level of like feminism and it would be like oh porn is bad you're exploiting women's bodies but then it's like what if you are the one in control and like you, this is like a choice that you're making. Like, I don't know. It's just like people just want to be like so extreme sometimes. And it's like, there's actually more to it than that. Um, so yeah, once again, would love to hear your thoughts on any of these topics. But yeah, I will link this article down below because I honestly think it gets right to the point and I love it. This is good. This is what I was kind of trying to say. Um, it would be like, like when they're like oh he's comparing you to the girls in the videos it's like how like is he actually or are you just saying that to yourself like that's why i feel like you have to communicate about it and set those boundaries like this is not me saying like oh everyone should be fine with you know your partner watching porn but it's like you have to define your own boundaries within the relationship and communicate about it you can't just like like if you find out your bf is subscribed to someone's only fans like automatically break up with him you know it's like obviously every situation is different but i feel like actually talking about it communicating and setting those boundaries like not just assuming from the jump period okay um the eclipse bitch <laughs> that's what i wanted to talk about next so there's going to be a new moon eclipse on the 14th i'm so excited this is from bustle.com this powerful lunation feels like a fresh start after last month's full moon eclipse and it will quietly shake up our lives and restructure our futures as we approach 2021. Um, new moons in astrology are often associated with new beginnings, but solar eclipses are like new moons on hyperspeed. Change can happen fast during these periods, so they demand flexibility on our end. Um, so they're both in Sag, and you know Sag fires on going forward. Um, look forward to experiencing radical changes in your belief system, setting off a new path, and expanding your horizons grow, take risks, push the limits of our comfort zones. Um, yeah, I'm excited. My dad actually said he read something that's like the day of the eclipse or of the new moon eclipse. You're supposed to like do things that day that you want to do for, I think it's like the next six months. So he gave the example of like, like a doctor's appointment. You don't really want to schedule a doctor's appointment on that day because you know, it's not like you want to be in the doctor's office for the next six um, Obviously, it's like, you can't let astrology literally control your life. But, you know, when you can kind of like 
let me take time for some self-care this day let me get my favorite coffee this day let me like try to even if you just have time for like a five ten minute meditation little things like that and i think that's like great advice like i love that little yeah like we're gonna bring this energy into the new season into the new year especially um i was watching some couples q a and they were like yeah we started dating in march so we've basically been dating for two years like literally just because of like how how much has happened this year but then also i can imagine if you've been quarantined with someone for these past for this past year like it's probably like relationship on hyper speed but yeah new moon is y'all know this new moon is a time for manifesting so if we can really put all of our energy into that day and like just this running days of that day the 14th um I think it'll be good and I just love I know I say it in literally every podcast but I just love this time of year and just that feeling of it y'all know I love a reflection and I love being excited for the future and like I said and I think the last episode even though it's like we don't really know how 2021 will be um especially as far as like how will stuff be locked down? Like how long are we gonna have to be in quarantine? Like here they locked everything back up. Like we can't even do outdoor seating anymore, which I think is good, but it's like, damn, I couldn't even go on a little date if I wanted to. Um, we can still make goals, like personal goals, stuff that we can control. Like I think I gave the example of be more honest, maybe do a five to 10 minute meditation every day um, stretch more, things like that, that will, let you know stuff that we can't control. Guys, don't forget to journal. Ugh, and this is mostly just me at me. But it's like, you think you're gonna remember how you felt, and you, it's just so easy to forget, because we always are experiencing so much and feeling so differently during different times and months and years of our lives. So writing it down, especially when you feel something just like very strongly, good or bad, or you have like a really just vivid dream, write that down. It's just, if anything, it'll just be entertainment for your future self. But I feel like a lot of the time we can like predict stuff low key or like our intuition is kind of telling us something and you might forget if you don't write it down. So write shit down, y'all. I have like the most vivid dreams the other night. Oh, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, if y'all saw, I had a little weed sponsorship, which was amazing so one of them was like they had just like i don't know weed and, and like pre-rolls and stuff but they also had a whole bunch of different edibles obviously and one of them was this tea and it was just a single serve it was like seven dollars so it's kind of a lot um and it had like seven milligrams cbn which i'd never heard of that but i guess it's kind of similar to cbd but it's more for sleep rather than cbd which is more for pain which i didn't know that and then I had like five milligrams of CBD and only two milligrams of THC. I've never done an edible or anything, so I was kind of like nervous. Like I don't, even though I know it's not a lot, I'm so like, I don't know how I'm gonna react to this. So let me drink half. So I drank half the other night and it says literally like, drink this and go to sleep immediately. Cause it's like a chamomile mint tea with this stuff in it. So I was just like watching the Great British Baking Show and I was like, let me make this. And I just kind of felt like relaxed. There was a minute where I was like, is this gonna give more? Like, is this gonna intensify? But it didn't. And then I went to sleep. I swear to God, I slept so sound. And I slept from like 8.30 p.m. to like 6, 6.30 a.m. the next day, which 
that is definitely sleeping in for me if i go to bed that early and i woke up just like refreshed and happy and i had like the best dreams like literally amazing just the feeling in the dreams was so like warm and like i woke up and i just felt like so comfortable and refreshed and good and i was like is this from the tea so i didn't want to do it again i don't want to use the other half like the next night but i wonder if the next time i drink it if it's gonna have the same effect and i'm like what would have happened if i drank the whole thing so i'll let you guys know just want to share um like so it's like was it really an edible not really it was like a cannabis infused tea i don't really feel like it was i didn't feel high at all at any point i just felt sleepy relaxed and then i just went to sleep but bitch i literally felt so good the whole next day like just like almost how you do after a meditation like i just felt like calm and relaxed but like almost like euphoric like just so good um oh my god that reminds me this is also something i wanted to talk about and i kind of talked i did a live stream on tiktok which i i think i'm gonna start live streaming on there instead of ig because ig it's like too many people i know follow me and i begin self-conscious especially when it's like a bro like i'm like no i just feel awkward and like you're watching me <laughs> but tiktok is my safe space but um there was i forget what the tiktok was but it was something about like guys after they do acid for the first time or something and there was a top comment that was like guys like men never really have to they're never really prompted or like told or whatever to like self-reflect and to you know just prime example the amount of magazines targeted towards women and especially young girls like the amount of stuff targeted to us at a young age of like how to be better at dating how to be better how to like enhance your life how to da, 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 da. and there's not really that much stuff for boys and men um so i feel like we're just constantly like told that we need to improve and like just the amount of self-help books like recommended and like towards women like, so <laughs> this girl was like um like guys will have never had to do that so they do shrooms once or they do psychedelics once and then think they have all the answers and like there's just this you know spiritually developed person when really it's like everyone else has just and i'm not saying that like like i don't know that's not dismissive of like psychedelics and the experiences that it can give people but just i feel like when it comes to like dudes this is about dudes this isn't about like psychedelics i don't give a fuck <laughs> um and I was like, that's so true. And then it reminded me also of the book, Why Does He Do That? About abusive men, the different types of abusive men. And the, it wasn't Mr. Nice Guy. I always forget what this one was called. But it was like, you know, the guy that's interested in like alternative things. Maybe he's vegan. Maybe he's into yoga. Maybe he's just like more sensitive. And at first you think it's so cool because it's like, oh, he's, he's not like these other guys. Like he's actually like in touch with his emotions or he's actually like self-reflective or whatever and it's really just like it's almost like a nice guy thing like he thinks that you know he can get away with whatever because he's not like these other guys or like oh you should be glad i'm like so well like and y'all remember the classic law why are vegan guys weird that was the vibe i was picking up on so yeah um it's like 
so annoying and it's like I don't like I don't want to I just want to make it very clear that I'm talking about like annoying straight guys <laughs> but it's like I don't care about your trip I don't want to hear about it like I just I honestly don't care because I feel like they say the same thing every time and then especially like when it's like you haven't done it they just like want to be the one to show you and like teach you and like it's like I and like get away from me like I don't <laughs> if I do this it's not gonna be with you bro okay and again that's like that's like a strike that's like no I was like that I really want to hear about your experience if you're not a chat, okay? Can anyone relate? Please let me know. Like, it's just, oh, like, I just hate that. Like, it's so annoying. Like, I just want to make fun of you. Just right guys. Let me really make that clear. It's not the same as, like, a nice guy, but it can be. But they're just, like, into different things. Oh, my God. Like, I think that's all I have to talk about today. I think. But yeah, let me know your thoughts on any of these topics. I feel like low-key we covered a lot today. Don't forget to post this on your IG story or tweet. A screenshot to me. Tag me. I'll repost, retweet, all of that. Like the video. Turn on notifications. Get, hashtag get celebrated. Back on the wholesome algorithms. Okay. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.